Welcome to the Grown and Vegan Life Podcast. I am your host, Deetta Rohde. I am a breast cancer survivor and vegan health and wellness coach. I remove barriers for individuals who desire to transition to a vegan lifestyle or recover from illness. I believe that God created us to be healthy, and when we give our body what it needs and have the correct mindset, we can achieve and maintain optimal health. On this podcast, we talk about being vegan from the perspective of being healthy, and we take a deep dive into the other areas of our lives, like relationships, money, and mindset. The ultimate goal is to be whole and to experience joy in our lives, not just our eating. So we look at both practical and spiritual ways to experience optimal health. The main thing to remember is that nothing in this show is meant to replace medical advice from a trained professional. I am sharing my experience and the experience of my guests. Please use wisdom and take what you feel will work for you. Now, let's get started with today's episode. What is up, everybody? Welcome to season two of the Grown and Vegan Life podcast. I will have to tell you guys that I have missed you. I have missed doing this podcast. I enjoy it very much, and I hope that you enjoy it as well. I hope that if you, you know, during this time that I've been off from doing the podcast that you had a chance to go back and listen to season one. However, if you did not or haven't, then they're still available for you to listen. This season is going to be, I have a feeling it's going to be different because we are shifting the focus somewhat and still talking about the grown and vegan life, of course, but Really, I think that in season one, I spent a lot of time talking about information that would be for new vegans or people who are curious about being vegan. And I felt like sometimes I was trying to convince you of that lifestyle or at least just really pushing it. And that is not really my intention. I think that I laid a good foundation that if you do have questions, if you are interested in that, then you can get some good information. And of course, I have resources on the Grown and Vegan website. But in this season, I really feel that I want to talk more about our health because in my belief, our health, our life is more than than just what we find on our plate. We really have to look at everything. And so this season, I want to really focus on those types of issues. So we're going to get into some more internal things, I believe, and just we'll see how it all goes. I don't have every season always or every episode all laid out for you guys. I'm just not like that. But I have a vision or an idea of how I think that it will go. And so we will just see how we show up each week. But today, I want to start off in this season, this episode, I keep saying season, but this episode is really going to get all up in my business. I'm just trying to tell you, but I hope that you can find by me sharing my information that it helps you. I tell my business to help you with your business. How about that? 
And so I want to just break it open, start off the season properly with just going in and getting into something that I think that is very, it's very necessary. It's something that we need to really address. We hear a lot of information about self-care. In fact, I have a whole book that I purchased recently about self-care. Haven't read it yet, but I have it. (laughs) And um, we hear a lot of information about practicing self-care. It's necessary. It's a good idea. But one thing that we have to realize and remember is that self-care is more than just getting our hair done, our nails done. It's really about caring for ourselves on all levels, mental, physical, and spiritual. But what happens when we take self-care to a level where it becomes debilitating? Now, what do I mean by that? What do I what do I mean by that? What does that look like? Well, let me just explain. So when we take self-care to a place or to a level where it becomes debilitating, it looks like creating environments for ourselves that we don't experience pain or inconvenience. Now, on the surface, this makes sense until we realize it can also imprison us and keep us from taking necessary risk that we need to take in order to grow. We care for ourselves to the point that we remain in the same situations, never trying new things, never going new places, and never making new friends. Our memories can become watchdogs to our progress because what happened the last time we attempted X, Y, or Z then we have to make sure it never happens like that again. And again, this makes sense on the surface. Who wants to go through a painful experience again if we can avoid it? Aren't we meant to learn from our mistakes and from the things we go through? Well, the short answer is yes, of course. But the long answer is but I am certainly not suggesting suggesting that we are I am certainly not suggesting that we put ourselves in dangerous situations intentionally or don't use wisdom we gained from previous situations that went bad. But I am saying that we and maybe I'm just talking to myself, y'all. Maybe I'm just talking to myself, but I am saying that we should, or I should say, because trust me, this is 100% for me. I am saying that at some point we should be willing to try again and not just try again, but push ourselves past a place that is comfortable. Why did I have to go there? Why am I saying push ourselves past a place that is comfortable? Comfortable can be a problem. Comfort can be a problem. Now, I said this was going to be 
about my business. So now let me just get into my business and tell you exactly what happened recently. So I told my doctor during a routine follow-up that my back starts to hurt after standing for a while doing certain tasks. I cook a lot, I make videos for the channel and for the YouTube channel and sometimes my back starts hurting and I'm like, I don't like this. <laughs> so I let my doctor know, you know, that my back starts hurting during these tasks and standing for a while, whatever, whatever. Yeah, you will not believe what she had the nerve. And I say, what she had the nerve to tell me. First of all, she said that my muscles are weak and are letting me know they need to be strengthened. Now that doesn't seem bad, but listen to what she said next. She suggested that I started lifting weights to strengthen the muscles in my back. What? (laughs) She suggested that I started to lift weights to strengthen the muscles in my back. And I know some of y'all are like, okay, Dieta, what is that even? That's no big deal. It's not really, but for me, I was like, what? (laughs) Now, and and really, I have to be honest because I did have a low-key idea. I was like, I was thinking about that already, but, you know, for you to tell me that, then I don't know. So I was convinced, though, I had this idea, but I was convinced that because of what I had been through, breast cancer surgery, I could not possibly lift weights. I was I went through this surgery in 2020, y'all. This is 2022. I'm telling my doctor that I'm exten- I've been having some back pain after standing for a while. My doctor says she has the nerve to tell me (laughs) that I should consider lifting weights. But in my mind, because I had this surgery, I could not possibly lift weights. I had decided that this would be something I would just have to learn to deal with. I felt like, okay, the pain's there. I'm just going to have to deal with it. There's no way I could lift these weights. Shortly after the surgery, this is why I'm going to give you a little bit of information. Why is she feeling like that? Shortly after the surgery, I was told not to lift anything above five pounds because not only could it do damage to the incisions, it could trigger a condition called lymphedema, which I did not want. So in my mind, if they tell me not to lift heavy things for two weeks, all right, bet, I'm just not going to lift heavy things at all. (laughs) I just won't do it at all. Now, I've lifted things above five pounds, but in my mind, I'm like, I'm not getting ready to keep, I'm not going to push it. I'm not going to put myself through that. I want to take care of myself, self-care. I want to baby my back, my arm, my size, whatever. And make sure that I'm good. I thought I was taking care of myself by limiting myself. 
But in reality, I was causing myself to remain weak in an area that was causing me pain. My, 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 my. Can somebody pass the offering plate on that? Because listen, I thought I was taking care of myself by limiting myself. But in reality, I was causing myself to remain weak in an area that was causing me pain. This is not the first time that this doctor told me to push myself. I really like my doctors. My doctors, those, I had two really bomb women. They were very, very strong and I'm very glad for them, but let me go back. It's not the first time that she told me to push myself. So I should have known when I completed all treatments and was working on rebuilding my stamina, I started to do many workouts. And when I say many, I do mean many. They were five minutes. But it's hard to believe, you guys, that and hard to even imagine that the five minutes, I was wore out. It felt like I had worked out for 45 minutes, but it was only five minutes. I told this same doctor about this thinking that she would be super proud of my five-minute workouts. She was, but then she told me that it's time to push harder. The nerve of this woman. (laughs) But I'm very thankful that she did that. Since I am all in my business heavy in this episode, I am going to go a little deeper. And this was a little more close to home because it came from a family member who will remain nameless. But just as a hint, she came from me. You gonna have to figure out which one because I have two that came from me, but wink, wink. Anyway, one of the people I love, this person, and who loves me, recently told me that I give up too easy. If you all could see my face, if you could see my face and the ugly cry this whole conversation produced afterwards, I don't know if you would hug me, laugh at me, feel so, whatever, I don't know, but man. (laughs) But it was one of those ugly cries, you know how you have one and you just needed it. And I'm very thankful as I think back on it for the space that that was held for me to be able to release in that way. This is a form of self-care, crying, getting that out and having someone there that is telling you something that you need to hear that maybe you don't want to hear, but they hold space for you as well to allow you to work through it without pushing you away because of the way you react to the information, shutting down because of the way you react to the information. You know, this is that's a whole nother podcast, but really we I want to just say this that we have to get better. And maybe you have those type of relationships, but we have to get better at having hard conversations. We have to get better at when we release something that could hurt someone or that's hard for someone to hear. We need to hold space for them and give them a time to process through it. Don't run from them. Don't judge them. Don't reject them. Don't ghost them. 
<laughs> because of the re the vulnerability that they revealed to you because they showed you a different side in their pain let's have conversations like this so that we can grow so that we can heal though so that we can move forward we need to be able to have those conversations people are so quick at least in the world i grew up in and the world that i've been in so quick to dismiss you or or laugh at you because you have a, a moment where you need to just release. I needed to release in that moment. I needed to hear those words, but I needed to let go and release that pain that and process through that pain. And so that's not in my notes, but I just felt like I needed to share that because we have to get to that place that we can just release. That is a deep form of self-care that we need to, to utilize. We This, this self-care of I'm gonna get my hair done, I'm gonna get my nails done, I'm gonna do this, I'm gonna do that. Yeah, that's great. That makes you feel good for a minute until you start adding up how much that stuff costs, but that's a whole nother story. But then, you know, what about those other things that are internal, those things that we need to heal within us? We need to take that time to work through those deep emotional wounds that are there. And sometimes we don't see those things and they're blind spots to us. We just continue to go on about our day and go on about our life thinking that we are okay until somebody, come on, somebody comes in your life and speaks to your situation in a way they say it in love, but they tell you about your stuff. There's too many people who flatter people. And when you put continue to put people around you that only want to tell you what you want to hear, then you need to shift your circle and start to get people around you that are willing to share with you some things. Sis, you got something on your face. Sis, your, your slip is showing. Sis, something's going on and we need to have a conversation. Can we talk about this? Now, I didn't mean to preach on here today, but I feel this thing because it's so important that we get the right people around us. If we want to be all that we want to be, that's part of self-care is getting voices around us that are not afraid to speak what needs to be said in our lives so that we can move on and so that we can heal. So this was very hard for me to hear, but it was much needed. I let that conversation and those words rest in my heart for a few days. I wanted to get all of what they had to say. And I thought about how I didn't used to be like that. I went after life with full abandon. Not saying I never got scared, but I absolutely did. But I never considered that the consequences could end my life. I felt I had time to make a mistake and clean it up later. But going through cancer changed me. It took a strength that came from somewhere else to walk through it. But once you get through it, 
once you get through it, it you don't necessarily feel like you have the same strength to do anything else. So the strength that it took me to get through it, it's almost as if the way I think of it, when I think back, I can't explain to you how I made it through that. I can't explain to you the grace that was on me to allow me to move through that situation. I know I'm a believer. So I give all glory and honor and praise to God. I know that his supernatural strength, he gave me that supernatural strength to get through that storm. But I can't really give you the, the, the details and tell you how I made that. But one thing I realized is that that I was living in a space where that strength that I had to get through it, it didn't seem to be the same strength I had when I made it out. But what my loved one reminded me of was that only not only was I strong, then I am still strong. But I didn't see myself that way. Somehow in my mind, I felt weakened by the fight instead of realizing that the fight made me stronger. I felt weakened by the fight instead of realizing that the fight made me stronger. I confused the various physical challenges that remained that made me feel weak with me being weak. And it's so crazy that that was the way I thought because while I was walking through that storm, my whole mindset, one of my mindsets, I won't say my whole mindset, but one thing that I was adamant was that that situation didn't define who I was. It was a situation. It was a condition that came and it was not meant to stay. You have to have that mindset. You have to, with you are facing something right now, You have to have that mindset that this thing doesn't define who I am. But even though I had that mindset, I still came out of it thinking I had to, I had to, my self-care for me was creating uh, boundaries and creating conditions that kept me small, that kept me connected to what happened to me. It kept me in that space for, for a long time And, and you know, it changes you. It changes your life is never the same, but I was just stuck in a place. I was just stuck in a place. So even as I prepare these notes and, and, and working on this podcast, as I was typing out these notes, I realized what this really was telling me was that I had lost my roar. R-O-A-R my roar. And I was creating a life and an environment that did not require me to roar. But it's time to get my roar back. And if you have lost your roar, it's time for us to get our roar back. The things that we have been through in the last few years, not just me, everybody, the world has been through in the last couple of years has been an attack on our roar. It's been something to try to strip us of that power that we have to roar. 
The reality is there comes a moment in our lives when we face something that is so enormous, it can strip us of our ability and willingness to even fight. For me, it was illness. For you, it could have been a messy and painful divorce, bankruptcy, job loss, whatever it could be. Whatever it was, whatever it is or whatever it was, remember, remembering that the fight and surviving the fight does not make us weak. The fact that we came out alive and are still breathing is an indication that we are strong and we still have purpose in the earth. I without a doubt believe and know that a supernatural strength and grace empowered me to walk through the storm I faced. I give praise, as I said before, I give praise and honor to God for surviving and being healed. But I believe that through this situation, God wants me and us to also recognize the part we play in surviving. It is a give and take. There is a scripture that basically says that God will come near to us when we come near to him. So what this says What this lets me know is that it is a partnership. It takes my participation for his response. So I had some part in it. I was not helpless. I did not give up. There were moments when I felt like giving up, but I didn't give up. I desired and continue to desire to live. With the way things have been in the world in the last couple of years and still is really, it can make us hold back, build walls and barriers to keep danger out. But also when we do that, it keeps good things from coming in. They don't have access. So now that this has come to my attention, I have to be intentional about getting back into life at a deeper level not caring for myself to the point that I check out of life completely. I realized it's a process, one step at a time. If you can relate, then let's take this journey together. Let's take a risk. Let's try new things. Let's keep going and let's not give up. Let's not give up. Let's take care of ourselves in a healthy way, in a way that is balanced to where, you know, sometimes when we just do things, that's why it's so important to have other people in your life that will speak into you and not just tell you what you want to hear because we will create situations that are just accommodating. That's why, you know, I've heard that even with teams, when you are building a team, you want to make sure you have people on your team that are not like you and that don't think like you. Because you don't want just to build a, a an environment of just yes people and people who are only going to tell you how great you are and only going to tell you what you're doing great and doing right. You need people who are going to say, no, that's not right. That doesn't even sound right. (laughs) That doesn't look right. Because how else are you going to grow? How else are you going to advance? So when we care for ourselves, care for let's care for ourselves 
properly, with balance. Let's care for ourselves on every level and do it in a way that not only allows us to be safe and whole, but allows us to grow, to develop our muscles. Muscles, developing muscles requires resistance. But when we take care of ourselves in a way that is debilitating, we resist the resistance. And we put away things that that cause resistance. We see every every conflict or every um, issue or problem as a bad thing. When sometimes they're good things because they help us to create solutions. Challenges come to make us stronger. They come to make us better. So we can embrace them. Lean into them and learn from them, develop from them, develop through them and be everything that we are meant to be. Talk to y'all next week. Have a great and wonderful week. Thank you for listening. Thank you for listening to the Grown and Vegan Life podcast. For more great content, visit grownandvegan.com. If you are interested in changing to a vegan lifestyle but don't know where to start, check out the grownandvegan.com shop tab and take my beginner vegan course. Or if you are past the beginner phase and are ready to take your journey farther, schedule a coaching session with me. Be sure to tune in next week for another episode.